episode 17. Oh, we are live. <laughs> Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Evolve Woman podcast. We are episode 17. <laughs> so good. So good. How did we get here? I don't even know. It's been so good. So good. Yeah. Um, so as per usual, we have an amazing topic to get into today. Why you think you don't already know what you want. This is what we hear all the time in the world of law of attraction and manifestation. It's like, you gotta know what you want. You need to know what you want. Be clear. And how do you know, right? How do you know? How do you know how to know what you want, right? There's a lot of like, um, you know, processes out there to help you to know what you want. And the illusion behind that is that you don't already know. <laughs> Yeah and, there's, yeah, and there's many things that are pulling you off track, convincing you that you do not know what you want. Exactly. One of them being making a list of what you don't want. Oh, that's a good one. So you can know what you do want. Well, guess what? If you're making a list of what you don't want you already fucking know what you do want so why not make a list what you do why not make a list of what you do want and that's what we're gonna get into today like the nuance of that and why it is that you actually don't go for what you want <laughs> yeah i mean first of all you're so up in your head about it right you are not allowing your intuition lead you. You're not letting what you know already be the bright shining star. You are allowing the conversation that you're having in your head then about said thing that pops. It's, it's like with intuition period, like the randomness, right? Like something will pop into your head and you're like, oh, that sounds really good. Like, I really want that. And it's fleeting, right? And then what then you cling to is all the thoughts about the thing. You overthink it immediately. Is that possible? Can I have that? Where's that gonna come from? Yeah. And your true desires live in your heart, not in your head. And and I think this is the part that really gets people tripped up, where it's like, oh, is this, there, there's, this, there's a disconnect, right? There's a disconnect. And when I say they live in your heart, not in your head, what I mean by that is a lot of time people feel that if it's a heartfelt desire, it must be something big, something that's gonna change the world. And you know, that is the heartfelt desire. And it's like, no, it's what is true to you in your heart. 
that has nothing to do with anybody else. And when you are able to drop into that heartfelt desire that is true for you, allowing yourself to receive it and fully expand in that, then that gets to serve others, okay? Just like this siren is serving me right now. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but that's the joys of living in the city and trying to do your thing in the city. <laughs> Between a police station and a fire station. <laughs> Hey, I, that's a miracle that that's the first time I've heard it. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so funny. You're like, when you I, immediately, when you said if people believe that these heartfelt desires need to be something that changed the world, I immediately went to, yeah, I mean, I've held the, so the heartfelt desire for like a certain new pair of socks. Like, like it's been that simple and thinking that silly things like that, silly things are not true or like are insignificant is what sets you on the wrong track to begin with because you build this whole story around what you want that sets you so far apart from having it when in the quantum you already have it anyways. Mm. Yeah, it's owning that every desire is sacred. And when you have heard all your life, whether it's through uh, religious conditioning, that your desires are sinful, or uh, religious or even spiritual conditioning that says, oh, you shouldn't want anything. Desires are you know, I forget the, the Buddhist quote that gets actually very distorted all the time. That's actually not what it means, but I, I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh, something about desire is the root of suffering or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And it's not having a desire that makes you suffer. It's actually the denial of it, not allowing yourself to have it and receive it. So it creates this separation, this distance, and you keep longing and longing and longing that is the suffering but if you collapse the space between you and that which you desire because you are here to receive and have it all like it's universal principle law of supply and demand if it is within you that means it's available if it's in within your awareness right now and your physical state in <laughs> your 3d right? You can feel it because how do you bring the, because a lot of people talk about, you know, the quantum or like 5D from this perspective that we must, you know, leave, right? We must leave this experience to go there, which is also another distortion of um, religious and spiritual teaching that, you know, the rewards are in heaven, you know, the, the, the kingdom of heaven. It's just like, well, where's heaven? Right. <laughs> like you have to go somewhere else to get th these things. The yeah. quantum is you. Like the universe is you. However, whatever terms you want to put that in, you're all connected to it all right now. 
And that's that denial, right? The suffering happens when you are in separation from that wholeness that you already are, right? And isn't that the journey? Yeah. So you use your wants and desires to create even more separation. (laughs) How do you do that? (laughs) How do you do that? (laughs) Yeah. In the wholeness, like when you connected to that, as, to yourself as whole, right? Like you are the 3D, you are the 5D, you are the 12D, you are the 17th D. Yeah. <laughs> right? All the Ds. You are all, you are multidimensional. And when you can come to the knowing of that and owning that, you realize there is no separation with that which you desire, whether that desire is to have a nice cup of coffee or if it's to, you know, have a yacht somewhere. Like it's all all valid. And you may say like, how, how does it mean desiring a yacht benefits humanity, benefits the world? It's like, you don't know. You, you don't, that's, that's the thing. And Okay, we're gonna go into story time. <laughs> Is that all right with you? <laughs> it reminds me of um I was reading Pam Grout's book. Um crap, what's the title of that book? Which it's one? something happiness. I don't remember the exact title of the book. It's it's not one of her East Squares book. It's something around happiness, the happiness project, or something like that. And in the book, she has a, there's a story that she shares about um, the guy, I don't know if he still owns the Seahawks, but at the time he was the owner of the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, right? It's Seattle, right? I don't know. I'm not into um, football like that to know. But anyways, he, he was the owner, like that person, whoever he is, I don't remember his name. So I'm, re- I'm setting up this story real nice, and I? Yeah. Um, but these little details are not important. So anyways, in the book, she talks about how when he was growing up, he grew up like really poor and, and, and you know, watch a lot of struggle around him and made the decision that he was not going to be poor. So started working at 13, doing all sorts of like, odd jobs or whatever to to make money because he was certain the 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 condition um that he grew up in that he didn't want that to be his whole life experience so became a millionaire at like 21 22 or some mess like that um bought the house bought the cars and then still felt dissatisfied with his life and went on to you know buy boats and bigger house and more cars and was like I'm still unsatisfied, you know, like, so the, the story talks about like all how he went out to get all the physical material things and still felt like empty. And, and then he bought the football team and was like, what the hell? I, I like, you know, so he decides to buy a private jet. So, and he buys the private jet and he's still feeling dissatisfied and unhappy in his life so he's like okay well I got this jet I guess I'll just fly around the world 
Why not, right? So he's flying around the world. And during that time, he was flying um, somewhere like between like Europe and the, the Middle East. There was like a, a, a crisis where there was um, some sort of an explosion or something like that. And people needed supplies. They needed food, they needed medical supplies. He actually started doing, that's what it was. He started traveling back and forth um, to Africa, right? And then, so he found out that there was this location, this organization who needed supply, but could not get access to supply. Mm. And he was like, hmm, well, I'm flying this thing around. Nobody's on there. So why don't I help these people out? So he reaches out to the organization and find out what they need, went and got them all sorts of supplies, food, wheelchair, medicine, all that, right? So then he, he gets to the location and, you know, and he's seeing the state, all these people who are wounded, like, you know, physically wounded and whatever. And then he's like, I ain't got nowhere to go. Why don't I help out, right? <laughs> so he's helping out. And there was a little boy there that needed a wheelchair. And he gave the little boy the wheelchair, like, you know, and as he was walking away, this is all in the book, right? Um, as he's walking away, the little boy calls him back and, and, and thanked him and said, I want to have one last look at your face, one more look at your face so that I can thank you again when I get to heaven. Aww. Right. And in that moment, he said like his heart just burst open and found like this is the experience that he was looking for all of his life while he was trying to chase success and that's why it still felt empty because he hadn't had that heart open and heartfelt um, experience great story right but so in the book the way the story is presented is to prove that money doesn't buy happiness the story is to make the comparison. Look at this guy, he had all those things, but he still didn't have happiness. He still didn't have that deep thing that he was looking for, even with all his houses, boats, and mansion, even with his private jet. So money doesn't buy happiness. And I was like, huh, well, that's the whole topic of money doesn't buy happiness. We can just put that aside, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. If he did not have this jet, would he have had that experience? Would he have been able to help these people out? So we can sit here and judge and say, oh, the desire for the jet was ego-based and he was da-da-da-da-da. Mm -mm. This is why, this will bring back to what we we're talking about, why it's important to own and honor every desire, get out of your head about whether it's ego-based or whatever, just trust it. Because he, if he didn't, so like what I got from that story is like, if he didn't have that jet, if he, you know, wasn't at this place where he was still seeking, if he didn't have, he would, if he hadn't created all this success and, and still felt that emptiness, he would not have had that experience. I'm not saying he would have never had a heart opening experience in his life, but the way that he had it, it wouldn't have happened that way. So if your yeah. desire is to have a private jet or a yacht, yeah. get out of your head and go for it because you don't know. 
Yeah, you, you don't, don't know. know. Yeah. No, I think that's a perfect story for illustrating that, you know, you can have these big dreams and they all seem like totally pointless and like for no good reason. Like, why do you want a private jet? Like, I don't know, I just fucking want it. And then like you end up changing your life and the lives of so many other people. And he didn't know that that was going to happen and that it had to happen that way. But he trusted that desire. He knew what he wanted, even though he couldn't see the end. And that's like, and, and I think that like, right, you don't need to go focus on your wants and desires of how they're going to change the world. Mm. But like, you can also know that they will impact in some way, right? Like even you go buy a car, somebody gets a commission and that like changes their life. If you buy a hundred thousand dollar car, like they've never sold a hundred thousand dollar car before. Now they've got this giant commission and they can go save the world themselves or whatever. It like, you just don't know. And it's not even about trusting yourself. It's about just allowing yourself to be with what, what you're called to from your heart. And I like that distinction too, because for me, my, my go-to is my head, right? So I have a desire and then I try to figure it out, right? And it has, God, you guys, if you pay attention to the desire in your heart, and then when it goes up into your head, you can feel the difference. You can feel it. You know it. You know you're trying to figure out because then you probably spiral, you know, you spiral about it. You try to you find the way, you know, instead of allowing, like if the desire comes intuitively to you, why not, why not allow yourself to just let the next intuitive knowing come to you about what's next for that? Because you know, this re reeling in your head is not the thing. It's not going to elevate you to have that experience from your heart. It's a total disconnect. Yeah, and it's like, you have to own it, right? Before you can get um, the intuitive hit, <laughs> you, you're not gonna get that if you're denying it. Right. right? If, you, if you're pretending, oh, I don't know what I want, but you only lie into yourself. <laughs> you only lie into yourself because there's shame around it. You're afraid like, oh, I, I can't want that when people are suffering or like, what are people going to say? Who cares? Who cares? What people, no, seriously, like, you know, we hear talking like, oh, don't give it, you know, I don't care what people think about me. No, seriously, it is time to really stop caring what other people think. Like what they think is none of your, your none of your business. Like shit, what you think is not on your business. <laughs> when you go up in your head and be like, oh, well, how yeah. did this change the world? I don't know if I should want it. It's like, that's not none of your business. Like how it's gonna do that. Yeah, and it's gonna keep you never getting that desire because you are in that constant denial if you're trying to figure it out. That's what you had said earlier, which I loved. Like you trying to figure it out is literally an immediate denial that you have that thing to begin with. That that desire is in the embodiment of who you are right here and now. Yeah. 
um, <clears throat> when you deny what is in your heart, and it's just the thing, oh man, when we get into a heart conversation, it gets so, because again, people, instead of dropping in, they go, wow, my heart can't want that because the belief is like, my heart only want good things and sweet things and loving things and blah, blah, blah. You assuming that you know something that you know nothing about. Because in this 3D reality, your heart consciousness will communicate to you in a way that you can understand. Again, you know, back to, to, to the story of the jet, like, yeah, most people would be like, oh, he's so blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I mean, or you design a yacht, right? And you're just sailing across whatever ocean and, you know, there's someone on a stranded island, right? Like you just don't know. And when you have a desire that comes up and you like go in your head and try to figure out how, yeah, it's, it's a complete denial because the more you're into how, the further away you push yourself from it. And then it starts to become, I can't have that. And then to make yourself feel good, you go, well, I didn't want that anyway. I want something that's gonna benefit everybody. <laughs> Meanwhile, what benefits everyone is you honoring yourself, owning what is true for you, choosing, truly choosing from your heart what is true for you. Like that's really how you serve the world. Yes. Yeah, what happens, right? And that pairs so well with not caring what anybody thinks. What if you drop every expectation that you think everybody has of you and you purely honor what's within you, right? What happens in that world? What happens in that universe? Like, you don't know. <laughs> and that's a great fucking thing because isn't everything that you already know about everything a little bit boring? You've been there, you've done that. <laughs> like allow yourself to expand into what you can't see. Like that is literally what we're here to do, to be creating new and expanding beyond what we can see. The universe is expanding every freaking day. We don't know how that happens. We don't know what that looks like. And we also accept it. So yeah. accept that within you, that you are always moving and expanding. Always. This show don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Although this show is coming to a stop. Yes. This particular <laughs> show. <laughs> so yeah, what we want to leave you with is explore where you're denying what you truly desire by questioning, first of all, how or is it the right thing to want? Where you 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 try to get other people to co-sign it to to uh so you can feel good about it. Like the more uncomfortable you feel in it, that's your cue, that that's your thing. Mm -hmm. That's pulling you beyond the box of the options that you've given yourself. Yeah, because when you go into the, the regular thought pattern, you'll feel comfortable again. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me move back here. Be yeah. in the unknown. Let it unfold. Yeah. 
All right. Magic. Magic. Um, so that is all for today. And we'll be back here <laughs> next week. Yeah. So have a fabulous, magical weekend. Led by your desires. Yes, lean in and see what you can create. All right. Bye. Bye.